everyone. Welcome to another episode. It's such a pleasure to have you here. I am so excited to introduce our beautiful guest today. Her name is Lady Jin. She is a sexuality and confidence coach. And today we are going to be talking about how the body is magic, how it can heal itself, how it experiences pleasure, and how to befriend the body. This is something that I think everybody needs a little uh, extra love and tips and tricks on. So we are going to bring her forward. So please welcome Jen, Lady Jen. How Hi. are you? Sure. <laughs> so good to be on your podcast today. It's such a pleasure to have you here. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. And I would love to start with you telling us a little bit about yourself, what got you into sexuality and confidence coaching, and who are you? <laughs> yes. Um, wow. We uh, remember we met, uh, we studied with the same teacher, right? That's how we met. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm Lady Jing, uh, sexuality and confidence coach. I'm based in New York City. So what brought me to New York City was not the coaching work. It was about a decade ago, I graduated from business school at a full scholarship. And then um, before that, I grew up in China. And then mm -hmm. I came to the States to pursue my business education. And after that, I landed a great job in New York City. So that that job brought me here. I'm still here right now, but it has been quite a journey, you know, since I came to the city until now I discovered, I have discovered what I'm passionate about, which is to help people feel confidence, feel confident and have wonderful connection in their relationships, in their sex and love life. Yeah, so uh, it's quite a journey for me, especially I was totally living, was living in my mind, as you can imagine, a corporate job. I was doing strategy and management, uh, a lot of analytical things every day. And my mind was my best tool and most powerful tool. But, you know, after a few years, I found myself, I hit a wall and the wall, I never run into that before because despite how many achievements I had at that point, how hard I worked, it was not fulfilling. Mm. And that's the inner voice was screaming at me, you know, you, you are really not connecting with yourself. But you know, at that time it was more negative, more yeah. nasty voice, you know, <laughs> now I just say like, that was, that was basically what was telling me. Mm -hmm. And then when a journey first for self transformation, like I want to find out what fulfills me, what can fulfill me, what makes me feel content and joyful without relying on the external achievements or materials. And then I discovered body wisdom. I discovered mind and body alignment and how important it is. 
after I went through my own self-transformation, I was inspired in my journey and witnessed that so many people, especially people like me, had a lot of education and have our nine to six job or actually more like nine to much later job, you know, yeah. in New York City. <laughs> yeah. um, we're totally disconnected with our body. Mm-hmm. And we are so under utilizing our uh, vehicle. That realization really helped me switch my career and um, dived into studies and uh, practices. And uh, then here I am. <laughs> my job is to help people discover the transformation for themselves. Yeah, so that's a short story. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, thank you so much. And I'm curious. Could you tell us a little bit about what it was like to transition from that corporate analytical business nine to whenever job to being in this more aligned role? Because it sounds very aligned for you. Ooh, it was not easy for mm-hmm. sure. As you can imagine, fear, fear of failure, fear of unknown and um, self-doubt. Despite I have done a lot of um, self-development work and embodiment work, those voices never go away. They will (laughs) always come up as a safety guard and keep asking me like, are you sure? Are you sure, right? Uh, It's just too risky and too scary. So what I've learned through the years was it's not about getting rid of the voice because we will never get rid of the voices, right? How it's, it was, it is about rewiring my relationship with the voices, acknowledge them, honor, they have a right to exist. They serve as a very good protector to a certain level However, those scarcity mindset or fear voice are never meant to make us survive. And uh, I totally know that I chose surviving over surviving, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, and I really know that that was a higher calling or purpose for me. I see that the new path is combining my education, my uh, business skills, but also very important, my love for helping people, my love for body-mind alignment together. Mm -hmm. So that made me decide that if I don't do this transition, I'm going to regret the rest of my life. And the regret would be the worst part. Yeah. Regret and guilt are like this. Yes. They're at the bottom yes. of the barrel. They're scraping the thumb <laughs> off of their shoes, kind of bottom of the barrel. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's very important to acknowledge that when our mind is racing all over the place and being chaotic, we're actually not really being in our body because we're allowing our, our, 
brain to just be a rocket ship and just shoo over here and shoo over here and it starts ripping you with it like it says oh you're not worthy of this or oh you shouldn't do that because society says you shouldn't or oh you shouldn't do that because you're not going to have the money or the funding to do this or whatever the bullshit story is that our brains like to tell us Mm -hmm. that is when you know that you are not in your body any longer correct yes Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. that's uh that's absolutely uh beautiful what you just said through my own learning and practice, I have also changed or adjusted my language on emotions, right? Mm -hmm. So really, I see emotions right now, they are what they are, I tag them as what it is. And also I resonate with them with different energy level. Basically, Mm -hmm. it's how am I feeling right now? Like when, when fears kicks in, when, when anxiety kicks in, or when excitement or joy kicks in, how is my body feeling, mm-hmm. right? Do I feel this is really coming from who I am and uh, I can fully open myself and receive it? Or it's more like um, external distraction. You know, then I can make a choice from there. Oh, do I put my attention on this or should I keep a distance from it? But it's a from more aware place. Unlike years ago, while I was still, sometimes when I was under a lot of stress toward deadlines, you know, I will just take on any emotions coming up to me and just, uh, shuffle them to the basement and use my mind to push through the deadline. Mm -hmm. That was very exhausting. Yes, Mm -hmm. it can get us results, but the price was exhaustion. Which also brings on the need to heal that because exhaustion is the aftermath of ignoring and rejecting and suppressing all of the emotions that are arising for us. I'm guilty of that too. I used to, stuff would come up for me. Like I would get anxious and I'd be like, nope, I'm not dealing with this. And I would totally just flip back to whatever other emotions felt better. And I would just ignore it and be like, no, 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 you're over there. We're separate. And that's what I started to do. I actually started to disassociate. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was disassociated for many reasons, but I, I would disassociate from that particular emotion. So now this emotion is in its own little bubble, hanging out over here, being like, hey, Hey, and it would come in and out of my field. I'm like, no, and it would come back. No, and it would come back. I'm like, go away. And I didn't realize how much I needed to actually integrate those because integration was not even a thing that was talked about. It wasn't until our program and actually just before the program that you and I took that I really began to understand integration. Awareness is the key. Integration Mm -hmm. is what closes the door. Yes, I love it. It's like a bridge, right? Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's, I totally agree with what you said. Um, Just add on top of it. I often share that with my clients, right? That you, people can read as many books as you want, which is helpful. It's informative. However, I really want you to know just by reading does not give much transformation because reading is feeding our frontier cortex, 
that's where help us to learn a new skill to solve a problem to do a strategic planning right we use a lot in the business world however our emotion our primal desires you know that's more associated with our limbic system and primal brain right so we everybody has all of them in us that's why if we do not well align with our other two parts in the brain right we are underutilizing the entire vehicle you know mm -hmm. so when we engage our body well the benefit is we can feel wow things will come out more effortlessly i feel less guilty of oh i'm not working that hard but i still get what i want what i yeah. desire <laughs> how beautiful is that yeah <laughs> burnout it's not a sign of success right no. <laughs> no it's a sign of not knowing how to care for yourself and ignoring your own needs yeah totally mm -hmm. i'm curious how do you incorporate pleasure into your daily life how do you incorporate it into your work, how do you incorporate it, period? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love to answer that. That just by the way, th this question comes up often when I'm in an interview or a podcast. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes, because uh, everybody wants to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say um, it's subtle, first of all, for daily inter uh, integration, it's subtle and consistent. Right, so I will give you some uh, examples. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is kiss my shoulder <laughs> mm -hmm. and say that, oh, good morning, Jay. I basically flip it, right? So flip it means when I think about pleasure, I first think about what I like to receive. Mm -hmm. And then regardless, if I can find a resource to provide it, right? And then the next question for me is, oh, how do I give that to myself? You know, it can be a full version or can be a small uh, part of what I like to receive, but doing it even to 20% or 50% is way more important than trying to making, make it perfect and waiting for the perfect moment. Right. Mm -hmm. So one thing is, oh, I love to uh, right now I'm living by myself, right, in New York City. And I love to hear a greeting, a very lovely greeting in the morning. So then I said, OK, I'm going to kiss my shoulder and say that to myself. Right. And um, another thing I incorporate in my pleasure practice is to really engage my five senses. As I said, it can be really subtle, but uh, easy, subtle, easy, and doable. That's mm -hmm. what I'm looking for. Otherwise, it's very hard to continue, mm -hmm. right? Uh, for example, I slow down uh, while I'm eating food, slow down, and I'm not looking at TV or video. I know it's very tempting, but I sit at my dining table and just enjoying the food, the flavor, right? I put a few essential oils on my uh, work table, at my work table, 
and uh, just remember to sniff, you know, while I'm working. So that feeding my smell sense, right? And hearing and movement is I put some time block, just five minutes on my calendar. It's called dance break. Yes. Dance break. So, good. <laughs> so important. So then I see that reminder. I just put everything down and dance for three or five minutes. Freestyle, you know, mm -hmm. it can be anything you love, any song you love. I love yeah, that. Yeah, so those are some examples. <laughs> yeah, I love this. This is so key and so vital. We are so attached to our deadlines and the outcomes of our deadlines that we neglect ourselves along the way. So I think I love the idea of, you know, like I actually do have, for those mm -hmm. who can see, I do have a little bottle of essential oils here Ooh. that my friend custom mixed for me. So you know, I take a little sniff every now and again when mm -hmm. I need that. I have plants all around in here. Mm -hmm. I like pause for five, 10 minutes. Sometimes it ends up being 20 minutes or I, like you put on music and I dance around. I'm like, let my body yeah. feel the pleasure and move through any like stiff shoulders or, you know, discomfort from sitting for an extended period of time. I let my energy move. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so important because <laughs> as you're sitting, think about it. As you're sitting in one place, you're allowing your energy to pool all in one area. It's great when it moves up, keeps you energized. It keeps you feeling vital. It keeps you feeling vibrant. I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just to add on top of it, uh, since we both mentioned dancing, right? And movement. Mm -hmm. So um, long time sitting. Yes, you're right. It's not really good for energy flow, right? in order to, to rebalance quickly, one of the things we can do is to move our hips and uh, pelvic, right? Mm -hmm. So pelvic floor is often, we're gonna have the stuck energy because of long time sitting, mm -hmm. it's around that area. So if we move, like do a hip row, nobody's watching at home, right? In the home <laughs> yeah. office, and you'll be surprised how efficient it is. Like it doesn't take too long. It doesn't take even two minutes to do some hip rows and uh, feel like, wow, I really feel some difference here. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's getting things moving again. Yes. Yes. Very, very important. Mm -hmm. And how does this tie into befriending your body? Oh, wow. <sighs> so um, I like to consider everything I just mentioned, it's a reflection of I, my body is my friend, right? Mm -hmm. So I, let me step back. So I think first thing uh, I wanna address is the mindset shift, right? So why, why is that important is we can do the same actions. We can take the same actions but if our minds, mindset is different, then we probably have different approach and how we feel about what we're doing. For example, you know, we can set up schedules to go into the gym or workout. Nowadays, probably less about gym, but workout and yoga and do all those things very systematically because we care about the body, care about our body, great, right? Or uncertain diet. However, if we just approach it 
from, let's say, mechanical way. I just need to get things done, check the box, you know, versus we really feel that this is my love to my body and I'm going to listen to my body, especially for women because we have cycle. We have a monthly cycle, our hormone changes, right? For, ma for male, it's, it's different, right? Especially mm -hmm. for female is um, we listen to where we are in our monthly cycle and adjust what kind of movement we like to do to honor our body, to feel good, to feel good, right? How, even it's just as simple as touch our heart, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and uh, self-massage, self-touch, it's called heavening, like what I'm doing right now. It's really soothing mm -hmm. our nervous system when we feel anxious, right? Or even give self a hug. Mm -hmm. Especially nowadays, we, we have not out of the COVID situation completely, hopefully soon, right? Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people still are suffering or feel depressed from, you know, lack, lacking of social connection, mm -hmm. right? Again, back to the point, ask your body, what is my body wanting now? How can I give that to my body, even just 5%, 10%. So that's how we show respect and acknowledgement to what we need, mm -hmm. rather than just following a to-do list. I advocate that for um, any gender, right? But I want to emphasize, especially for a female, for people who have a monthly cycle, Right, because of the hormone, our biochemistry, chemical changes, right? And that's especially important to pay attention to what my body is needing and honor the changes rather than treating it as a vehicle that you know has no season. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Our body has seasons. Yes, it does. And I love that you brought this up because this is something that is really near and dear to my heart. So for all of our listeners and viewers who are new to hearing about seasons and cycles, I would love for Jin actually to explain this because I have, I have a version I can explain, but I would love to hear you explain the seasons. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wonderful. So since we uh, we're talking about uh, body connection and the pleasure. I would love to share with you how pleasure has seasons. Yeah, mm -hmm. how pleasure and uh, that will include intimacy, sex, but also general pleasure. Okay, so how I see the seasons in pleasure is, you know, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. So spring is about sprouting for example oh i am curious about exploring something new and even thinking about it i feel bubbly i feel pleasure is coming to me but i'm not sure about how it's gonna show shows how it's gonna show up in my body Right? So you'll feel the kind of the sensation of tingling, bubbly anticipation. Yeah, it's a springtime. Mm -hmm. 
even I share about it, I feel it. <laughs> it feels like, oh, I'm going to a playground again, right? Yes. Yeah. So for the summertime, as you experience pleasure, it can be pleasure you have experienced before or at something new, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. We are not, we are not looking for always looking for something new or adventurous nothing wrong with it but it's really about how we savor it how we experience experience it every time mm -hmm. in the summertime we really dive into it and embrace and connect with our loved ones or with ourselves to experience the pleasure and it's like a wave in our body and feel it and smile, laugh and be joyful and share with people. You can celebrate. Hey, you know, I tried something new yesterday and I feel, feel so joyful and I was so happy, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and that applies to intimacy, sex, love or general pleasure in your life, mm -hmm. right? And then in autumn, in autumn, you feel something is kind of winding down. It goes into a natural kind of, you know, oh, I'm digesting. I'm digesting my experience. I really feeling like I have a lot of reflection. I want to write a journal or I want to talk to people slowly and just share my experience and have my friend or my beloved listen to me. So that's called the time of digestion. And that's important. Just imagine if we only experience something new or excitement and never calm down and never fully digest what we have experienced, then we're kind of like up in the air all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay, so that's the autumn. And finally, lastly, but by not the list, is winter, right? Winter, I found it's interesting that winter is a lot of people kind of don't want to touch, or some people have a judgment about, oh, winter's not good. What do you mean, you know? Mm -hmm. No, but winter is so important. Without winter, we won't, we cannot experience spring, right? So what happens in winter for pleasure is there's something in us, usually after a new experience, there's something is activated or you can call it triggered, right? If there's a very intense emotion or past memory came to us, maybe we call it triggered, but in general, I call it activated. It's more neutral term. Right? Mm -hmm. So something came up and uh, what do we do? What do we react to it, response to it? Is we can see it and then really figure out or really embrace it. Oh, what it is. What's the signal for me to know what my body is trying to tell me? Because mm -hmm. body has wisdom, has a lot of wisdom and our body never lies. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's a truly belief and has been proven again and again and again, right? Our body 
never lies. But if we feel something, it may show up in our body or shows up in our sensation or emotion. How do we slow down and really embrace it? Or sometimes we need time for healing, right? It depends on what comes up. And that's the beauty of winter. When we go through the winter cycle, guess what? <laughs> Spring is coming because we are good. We probably in winter, it's the best time to declutter. Mm -hmm. You know, we make room for new things to come, for new experience to come. And we can feel lighthearted again, right? And to welcome any new experience or person or love or new adventure. So that's how I view pleasure in four seasons. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's a very interesting perspective as well on the, the winter side, because I've never thought of it that way. Usually when winter comes, it's sort of like that going inward, being cozy with yourself and really, you know, using it as a time of reflection, not acting, being calm and being present and being still with it, even though our bodies are usually flowing and things are leaving, <laughs> allowing ourselves to experience that inner stillness and that preparation. It's sort of like laying the groundwork for what seeds we would like to plant in the spring. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love what you said, planting the seed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I also thought was really beautiful how you said you use the word activated instead of triggered. There's a lot of negative connotation about the word trigger or triggered right now. And I'm curious, what drew you to choosing the word activated over the word triggered? Oh, <laughs> oh, sure. Um, I love that question. You just said it's, it's, I won't. I would say it's more like a reflection back to me instead of a question. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. Because um, this is really matter. That word, the choice of the word matters to me, mm -hmm. right? First, I feel it's more neutral. And also that tells our mind a signal that if when we choose word with a strong uh, like by not bias, strong preference, strong preference. We already labeled something that's mm -hmm. you know good or bad. Um, you know we we don't want to have or we don't want to have versus we want to have more or want to have. But a matter of fact is our past shaped us and um, what we have not completed in the past. It might. It, it can be numerous reasons, maybe because we were a kid or because we didn't know better or whatever reason. The reason is not that important here, but what has not been completed before and when it shows up to us, it's our best chance to really complete it psychologically, emotionally, or physically. And uh, we can also see that in our body healing, if we have a wound, we have the faces of being swollen and uh, we probably put some medications or treatment and then let it heal. And there's a scar. And then over time, the scar will be healed as well. Just imagine 
if we just fast forward the pace, we disrespect the body's healing process. And you know what happened? The scar will not be gone completely mm -hmm. anytime if we try to force it, right? Mm -hmm. So back to what you asked. So activated is a more welcoming word for me is, oh, something is activated. It's like a volcano, right? We all know that we probably have some accumulated emotions or past experience when they are not showing up. It's like a volcano, but not activated, right? Mm -hmm. But when it's activated, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. But you know what? We are much more capable to welcome it and to regulate it. If we know that everything comes up, it's a signal for us to be curious. So I love that word. It's more welcoming, it's neutral, and it brings more awareness and acknowledgement. I really <laughs> appreciate that. I really appreciate that using the term activated versus triggered, because as, as I mentioned, there's a lot of negative connotation. There's a lot of charge to the word trigger and people I think a lot of people associate the word trigger with something's wrong with me mm. or you know trigger as in rejection or defect or wh whatever is coming up for them and I really encourage people to notice when something is becoming activated in you maybe somebody said something in a certain way or looked at you a certain way or used a certain word and it brings something up inside of you, whatever that is that it's bringing up inside of you, that is the piece that is asking for some acknowledgement, some healing. It's not a piece, you know, that needs to be further stuffed down and pushed away and shamed and blamed and all of those things. It's something that's genuinely been brought up, divinely timed for you to observe it and hold it and love it and appreciate it and integrate it. And I think that's that was the missing piece for me for a long time. I knew when I would screw up, I knew when I would do something wrong and it's like, okay. And then it would happen again. And I'm like, well, why is this still here? And it was the, it was the integration that was missing. So I was constantly living in this activated state, which was really uncomfortable because you're constantly like anxious, panic, anxious, panic, anxious, panic. That's not helpful being in the fight or flight mode all of the time. It, it was the opportunity. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the call, it wasn't until I worked with a breath integration therapist that I realized this was an opportunity for me to look at what was literally shaking inside of me. Like, what is this shaking? And that's how, it, that's how anxiety, if I were to describe it, that's what it feels like. It feels like a tremoring mm. in my chest. Like when you're really cold and you're shivering, that's what it feels like in my chest. And I know that now. So I know if I do start to feel that, if I do start to feel that shimmering or that shaking, I'm like, oh, what's going on? And I ask myself that question. And I think people might think that's a bit weird or silly or whatever, but I don't give a shit. It's important for you to ask yourself that question. What is this emotion? What is this feeling that I'm experiencing? What is this sensation? Start with naming that sensation because the second you name it, you can actually remove some of the charge from it and then you can look at it more objectively instead of just being like, oh, I just, I feel something. Okay, that's mm. great. You feel something. Can you describe it? Is it bubbles? Is it tingling? Is it pins and needles? Is it hard? Is it soft? Is it dark? Is it light? Is it 
you know, using your, your ability to describe something like you would a piece of art or mm -hmm. you would a piece of delicious cake, you would describe it as soft and sweet and whatever, or, you know, a piece of art as beautiful and chaotic and so on and so forth. I think that that's really important to take that away. If people take away nothing else, looking at the activation as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, I love it. I love you just shared. Yes, that's exactly um, what we're talking about. Be friend with our body. The signals, we put a language to it and we know this is what our body is trying to tell us. Mm -hmm. The beginning, yes, it can be weird because we were never taught to do that. Yeah, but true. it tells so much information about what we want, what we don't want and our boundary. <laughs> mm -hmm. our bodies are beings of intelligence and they have the ability to communicate with us it's up to us if we want to listen yes absolutely lady jen as we close i would love to inquire do you have some final words of wisdom that you would like to share with our listeners and our viewers oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love to reinforce that engage your body it's a vehicle that will help you work smart and live happier. Mm. Yeah, and that's the output of when you align your mind and your body. Thank you so much. And how can our listeners and our viewers reach out to you? How can they connect with you? Where can they find you? <laughs> yes, so uh, my website uh, has more information about my story, and uh, how I work with people and the, you know, how my clients are saying about me. So the website is www.theladyjane.com. One word, no space. And I'm, my Instagram handler is I am Lady Jane. Beautiful. <laughs> and for those who are listening, it's Jin as in J-I-N. Yes. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here, Lady Jin. It has been such a pleasure connecting with you. And I feel like, oh, I feel like I need to have a little dance party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's such a pleasure. I'm so, I feel so happy and joyful having this conversation. Thank you. Thank you.